Restaurants aren't just places to eat. They can often be community gathering spots and places where the proprietors can share their views and vision. I'm Jen Sharp, host of the documentary series Flat Out Food and this podcast. Flat Out Food airs on City TV Saskatchewan and is filmed solely in Saskatchewan. Each episode highlights an ingredient and traces that ingredient's journey from the farmer's field to the chef's plate while uncovering inspiring stories along the way. There's only so much ground we can cover in a single episode of Flat Out Food. We do our best to bring meaningful and impactful stories to viewers, but there's always things that we just don't have the time to include. That's where this podcast comes in, as a way to dive deeper into some of the topics that came up while filming. So whether it's around family and health or community and food security, we hope you'll enjoy these in-depth conversations. I'm joined today by Caitlin Schrope, who is part of our eight-person crew. Caitlin is a woman of many hats. She's the art director, photographer, social media manager, and on season three, she took on the task of interviewing a few of this season's participants so we can get to know them and their passions better. What was that experience like, Caitlin? Hi, Jen. It was a really actually amazing experience to be able to sit down with all the people that are included in this podcast and get to know more about them. I think when you're part of a crew like Flat Out Food, already we're so close with everybody that we're able to meet, but being able to take that time away from the cameras with these people and to learn more about them was just really special. People like JP and Tiro, who are featured in today's podcast, I met with them after filming, post cameras, to learn about them without the pressure of the day and just kind of really hear their reflections on on what happened and how they experienced it. So it was really cool. And when the cameras are turned off, I find people are perhaps a little more comfortable in sharing parts of their story or things that come out. And that's why this podcast is so great, because we get to uncover some of those, those deeper stories. But the part about community in this episode That was something that we witnessed in many of the restaurants we went to last year, but in highlighting JP and Tiro's restaurant, were there some things in particular about those community gathering spots that stood out for you while we were filming? Through being a part of the show as well, we've been able to experience that connectedness of consumer to person who runs that restaurant. And I think it's so true that these independent businesses are creating community. I don't know if it's because Saskatchewan, we're just a really tight-knit province, or if it's just the people that are here, maybe a little bit kinder, nicer, whatever it is. But when you're walking those doors, it's like you know the people right away. And I think that's no different with Freebird and with the Hampton Hub you walk in, you feel like you're part of the family. And I think that's really cool and a really special thing to be a part of. Yeah. And you know that that feeling you get when you walk into the Hampton Hub, it's like you're you're just part of the family there. And then the community kind of meetings and different events they have, people all come together and are sharing the incredible vegan food that they make. And it just, it all ties together with this sense of community. So let's uh, get into Tiro's story. A few months after we wrapped filming for season three, I met up with Tiro at the Hampton Hub just as they were transitioning from lunch and coffee service to their evening pizza menu. We sat down to talk about his journey to becoming a restaurant owner, vegan, and an advocate for his community. Cooking has just always been a passion of mine. I started in the kitchen when I was 15, working for a family friend's restaurant in our hometown, Maple Creek. 
at a point when I was working at multinational down the street as a bartender, I became really inspired by the ability of a community space and being uh, local businesses that can help support and build community. There was not many vegan options available to us. We were very hungry and I called my younger brother Tabo and said like, why don't we purchase a food truck and make a go of this? The Hampton Hub is located in one of the core centers in Regina. It is owned by the Matembu brothers, Tiro and Tabo, and their business partner, Gage McGuire. Just down the street from where the Hampton Hub is now is Multinational Brewing, where the brothers first operated a vegan food truck named T-Box Concession. To be a part of the food truck revolution that's taken wave across North America, I think veganism should be at the forefront of that. So we did everything. We did bubble waffles, we did breakfast specials, burgers, pitas. Similar to our menu here, it's always changing and based on seasonally uh, available ingredients. And so we're in the Hampton Hub now. What was it like for you to open this place and kind of bring your take on veganism and your food to the community? Us here, this is kind of a need. We wanted to have a place where we could sit down and hang out, so we brick and mortared. It's, it's been very rewarding to feed a community that used to eat here as well and making that connection, and we've had nothing but the utmost support. So we haven't looked back. We've been having a blast connecting with our community and growing. The Hampton Hub reflects the personalities of its owners entirely. The atmosphere is laid back, welcoming, and made for an easy and fun day of filming. Growing up rural in Saskatchewan, sometimes I didn't feel maybe like I had space. I think that one of the biggest journeys that I've had is being very comfortable in my own shoes and passionate about the community that I live in. You know, my mom raised both my brothers and I to understand the importance of community. Community's there for you, and I feel the love of my community. Some of our biggest mentors are down the street at Multinational, so on my work break I can go take my daughter, hang out there. It's nice to feel safe and appreciated and a part of a community, and this community is just full of dedicated, supportive, thoughtful members that just want us to have a safe, great place to raise our kids and hang out. So it's fun and rewarding to be a part of that day-to-day -day and get to make the connections with the faces of our community. Tell me about your journey to veganism. Veganism is an individual journey for everyone, and on my journey, the biggest thing was environmental-based. What can I do to reduce my carbon footprint? And so I've been vegan now going on eight years, a large focus sometimes is based on mock meat and ultra-processed vegan alternatives, but I've seen such a benefit. I think that sometimes in Saskatchewan we don't focus on thinking that veganism is something different, but if we look, some of the greatest protein-based foods are grown here in Saskatchewan, lentils, legumes, uh, chickpeas, and so it's a real actual benefit to be in Saskatchewan and be vegan because we have readily available healthy foods that are grown right next door. And so the creation of vegan food, to me, there's nowhere I'd rather be than in Saskatchewan. Not only is Tiro looking at veganism as a way to make change, the way he runs his business is the same. The Hampton Hub hosts an ongoing conversational series called Teach-In Tuesdays, where local experts come into the restaurant to speak on current and important issues. The Flat Out Food crew was lucky enough to be there to film one of those teach-ins. We're named after Fred Hampton, so that's part of the Black Panther um, history is about public education and creating, you know, community spaces. And so, you know, we pride ourselves in 
more of our teach-ins are led by us having interactions with our guests and conversations we were having in the community. I think food and thought go hand in hand and there's nothing I like to do more than chit-chat with folks over a, a, a meal and learn. You know, we treat this place like it's our home, so we're inviting you in for what we do at home usually, which is eat and talk. And so to bring in local experts on different issues is something that comes pretty easy from learning from our mom, who's an educator. We're lifelong learners, and there's nothing more rewarding to us than to make a passionate meal that we're proud of and then have guest speakers educate us on a subject. So it's more for us than it is probably for the general public. And food for thought is just, uh, it goes hand in hand. With the Hampton Hub, what is something that you're most proud of that you're able to give to the community? I think creating community space and uplifting the idea of being a progressive business in the sense that we have progressive roots in the city within our own families. And sometimes there's a lot of focus that isn't about where, you know, celebrating our progressive roots in Regina. Um, and being named after Fred Hampton, it keeps us honest and committed to holding progressive values such as, you know, women's rights, Indigenous Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. These are things that we wear proudly on our chest and it's fun to have a home for where we can say that out loud and be very comfortable in our own shoes. After we wrapped filming with Tiro and Tabo, the crew relaxed on the patio with beer and pizza and witnessed firsthand the connection the Hampton Hub has with its community. And then tell me a little bit about the filming. Did you like it? What was it like to have a TV crew come into your space and showcase what you guys do to Saskatchewan? It's all about who you know, and so Adrian's a dear friend, and the whole team made us feel very cared for, and we knew that we felt the same passion, the passion that we feel for our dishes, you guys feel about the content that you're creating, and it, it was a privilege and, and one of my best experiences being on camera. <laughs> Knowing the passion that uh, your team has behind you know, showcasing Saskatchewan food. We have the same passion, so I'm very excited to sit down and brag to my aunts and uncles and show that, hey, get ready for the, the episode that we're going to be in. Um, I'll probably end up hanging out with, like, Lockwood Sourdough uh, Walker and, and uh, have a couple of pints and watch it together, I hope, with friends and family. So, Jen, what was it like to be a uh, part of the Teach-In Tuesday? Yeah, well, it happened the, the night of, like, we were there for the full day filming, and then the night they had their teach-in. So folks from the community, all walks of life, come and hear a speaker on a specific topic. They listen to that speaker, and then it's an open floor. People can ask questions, and I found quite a thoughtful discussion followed the presentation and some of the questions that arose, and it just led to... Again, like this theme of community gathering spots, what does community mean? And part of community is coming together to share and discuss issues that are important to all of us and to the community spaces that we want to create for our families and our friends and everyone else. So I thought it was just so unique that the Hampton Hub is facilitating that and bringing people together over great food to do it all. Absolutely. I wish I could have been there for that teaching just to kind of like really witness it firsthand. But I was told that you were actually one of the first people to ask a question that night. Did you feel like it was expected of you because you were on camera or did it just come really naturally because of the conversation? 
Oh, it was supernatural. I forgot I was even being filmed, actually. I was just so into the, the topic that night and the speaker. It was about uh, Indigenous laws and how it relates to changes in the judicial system and just some current events. And it was just something that got me really excited and, and lit up and it just kind of flowed. And I was sitting with a great group of people. We were having a really interesting discussion about it. So it was just kind of a, a natural thing to, to happen in that setting. What would you say it was like to like be there and really witness that community at the Hampton Hub? Like I think the teach-ins and the conversations and the community space is such an important part of the makeup of their business. What was it like to witness that? Yeah, it's a big part of their identity, isn't it? And that was something that we looked at in this episode of Flat Out Food. And then to see like that night we were there, like filming it ended, everything was cool. We're just putting stuff away and all these people started filing in and there's this air of just joy and camaraderie and people are grabbing a beer or a glass of wine they're ordering their pizza they're getting seats at the tables and waiting for the speaker to start and it was it's just this air of community coming together around a shared topic and vision and also an excuse to eat some good food and have some laughs together too so I really loved it. For someone who isn't vegan I was so pleasantly surprised with how much I loved the Hampton Hubs food. And as Tiro says, food and thought go really well together. So what a great idea to bring community conversation into the business. So now we've, you know, you've mentioned the pizza at the Hampton Hub. You've got me hungry, Caitlin, because that crust is just some of the best I've ever had. And for me, like pizza is the ultimate comfort food, but I think included in that under the, you know, general description of, of comfort food in Saskatchewan would be like burgers, pasta, things like that. And those are kind of my comfort food staples too. So when I'm thinking of comfort food and community gathering spots, JP's restaurant in Lumsden called Freebird is just like the ultimate destination for all of it. It's so true when you say that comfort food are those like big hearty meals. And I think that's something that's so special about Freebird is that he's marketing those types of foods to their customers, but he's elevating it and he's making it so much better. Totally. And the thing that came to me too, I mean, at Freebird, everything's homemade. It's made from scratch. JP's putting his finesse on it and everyone he's got working in the kitchen is also putting a lot of heart and soul into it. The soul kitchen really is the moniker for Freebird. And that to me is the epitome of comfort food. But the other coolest part about Freebird is that it's in Lumsden. And Lumsden is definitely like top three favorite towns in Saskatchewan. It is just so picturesque, absolutely beautiful, full of independent businesses. And you live there, Caitlin. What's it like living there? And why do you live there? I do live in Lumsden. I love Lumsden. I moved away and found myself going straight back, just like JP did, honestly. It's kind of a town that you can't leave. It's just too beautiful. I like to say that the community is like a small town with a city vibe. It's got things going on. It is a very comforting and community space where everybody, for the most part, knows everybody and um, everybody's very respectful. I think it's just a great town. I love living there. <laughs> And again, Freebird is, is that kind of place, just like the Hampton Hub, when you walk in, you feel like you're part of the family. And JP's attitude really, it's just, he's so down to earth and super honest guy and like quite a trickster and a jokester and just a ton of fun to be around, like as we all witnessed that day filming. 
But I'm remembering the first time I met him, and JP's from Lumsden too, but he had moved away, as many of us do, from small town Saskatchewan and, you know, cut our chops in different different cities. And for JP, it was working in different restaurants. And so he was working at a restaurant called Congress in Saskatoon. It was 2018 was the first time I met him. And I was there with a mutual friend and JP was experimenting in the kitchen and coming up with some, just some different dishes. Maybe they were going to go on the menu, maybe not. And he brought out a few to our table and I was blown away. Like, what is this guy doing? This is incredible. Like the taste and the depth of flavor, the creativity, the presentation. It was just, I'm like, you need, like, you need to sit down. We need to talk here. Who is this guy? And it wasn't that long after that he moved back to Lumsden and started his own restaurant. And he's started with his mom and he's got family helping him out. And I just, I really love his story is this like down home Saskatchewan roots and doing what he does best and making good food for people. I don't want to be a dime a dozen in the city. Everybody has their different take on a lot of shit. But for Lumsden, this is what I want to be. I'm the most comfortable is here. My friends are here. You know, my family's here. We want to bring people out here and make Lumsden a destination. And if we can be somewhat part of that and help this town grow, I'm all for it. Freebird is located in Lumsden, a picturesque valley town not far from Regina. The restaurant is unique, just as the town is. Alan Polga described Freebird as my man cave, I guess, where I can have my friends and my family here and make new friends here and eating these delicious dishes I make. And I think the way Lumsden is too, it definitely suits Lumsden. I'm just happy, like I love my community so much and I love everybody here. I love the support that I get. Like so many of the people we have met while filming Flat Out Food, J.P. Vivas has strong ties to his community. J.P.'s career has taken him many places, but he eventually found his way back to his hometown. My first job here was uh, down the street from my mom's place, and it was uh, called Mahdi's. It was an Indonesian restaurant. So I just started off there with washing dishes and cutting fries and cutting vegetables. I decided to go to culinary school in Camosun, uh, that was on, in Victoria. Worked at La Bodega, uh, did a big stint there, and then did some work at Flip. I just felt my time was a bit expired, I think, and then just needed a quick break. So moved home, back to Lumsden, and then was taking a look at some space around town here, and here we are. And you talked about your motto as well, but when it comes to your food, common food done uncommonly well. And I thought that was a really interesting way of approaching the food that you have here. I was wondering if you could speak to that motto and why you're doing that kind of food. Uh, I just think comfort food is like what people do need. And especially out being in Lumsden, like the whole fine dining thing, and especially our demographic these days, I just figure like good, solid home cooking is what people need. And I think that's the best way to maintain being busy. You know, good burgers, good fried chicken, you know, things that are familiar to people. And that's the common food part of it. And then uncommonly well would be my twist on it. Like if I were to do like a nice cut of steak on brioche bread and, you know, people would probably look past it, but you say steak and eggs, something familiar to people, people will get that. I'm really interested in that since like the food is definitely elevated from I think what a lot of people in small towns are used to. 
what was it like to you for like take that step and trying to introduce some elevated cuisine into like a small town? Well, I was a bit nervous at first to see, you know, how people would react to it. I just, my thing is like, I, I wouldn't want to serve anything that I personally wouldn't eat. I think I can have fun with the food. It's just worth it to have a, to be catering to the clientele, especially Lumsden. So, and my, and Lumsden's my number one priority. So I figure this is a great place to, I guess, cap off my career by being my own boss doing the food I want to do, and just being back in my old community. When looking for a restaurant to feature in each episode of the show, there's often an obvious pick for each ingredient. Usually, the chosen restaurant already has the ingredient on the menu, but this was different for Freebird. We gave JP a challenge. When I got an email or a text message from Jen saying that she'd like us to be part of season three, it was a huge honor when we started chatting about it and she wanted me to do traditional Filipino food or my take on Filipino food and stuff. I was a bit rattled by it because that's something I'm definitely not very good at with um, traditional Filipino cuisine. And then having to incorporate Saskatoon berries, I just didn't want to add it straight up. I thought there would be some better ways that we can modify Saskatoon berries to work for some of these dishes and stuff. So yeah, it was a bit of a challenge. I did about two to three weeks of just research, talking with some Filipino ladies, some uh, Filipino woman and her husband that lives in town here, uh, reading up on cookbooks. How did it feel being able to accomplish that in the end and then to showcase that food in the show? Uh, it felt pretty good at the, for the end results and stuff. Uh, if you can understand the traditional part of it and the basics, I think you can always you know, go from there and modify those recipes to see, you know, your twist on things. Like, I have a pretty basic idea of what it should taste like, but as far as trying to execute something that's, like, there's a lot of braising and then more fat and a lot more sweets, and so it was interesting. So, like, my research and stuff, going to the Filipino grocery stores in, uh, in Regina, talking with the Filipino ladies about these dishes, they gave me some pretty good ideas and stuff, and then by having me modify it to my version of it is huge. I'm happy it worked out super well. Did you feel more connected to like your heritage when you were working on this food and learning from people, things like that? The people who do know me in this industry know that's probably could be my weakest point is like my heritage, my traditional. I just feel like I'm deep down at Cretan on the inside because like I love hamburgers. You know, I love hot dogs. I like chicken and ribs. I love all that shit. But like for me to go back to my roots, I guess, and I just didn't want to look like an idiot <laughs> more than anything. I just wanted to be semi spot on with that and that I was able to, you know, nail it. And I'm glad everybody seemed to or said I nailed it, I guess. So that's a good thing. I mean, it's been a while since we've been here with all the cameras and all that kind of stuff, but I was wondering if you could speak a little bit to the day, what it was like to have a TV crew in here, what it felt like to showcase Freebird to Saskatchewan. Honestly, I'm so honored to have that opportunity for you guys to be here and everybody in this town who was driving by and was just like wondering what the hell's going on at Freebird. And after everything was done, I went for a beer at the bar and called her a day and everybody was like, what the was going on at your restaurant today? 
was like, God, it's just an interview. <laughs> I'm very curious how it's gonna be because like when Jen and I first chatted, I was like, I don't know if you're gonna want me on this. She's like, well, why? I was like, I was like, haven't you, you know how I am, how you know how I act, you know how, like there's no filter. I just did my best to try to just like, but she said, no, I want it to be raw. I want you to be yourself. And I'm like, okay. So I'm pretty sure there could be quite a lot of bleeping out. <laughs> like any trip to a Saskatchewan small town, the crew felt right at home in Lumsden and JP and his food made it even better. You know, that that day filming at Freebird is one of my favorite memories from season three because like I knew JP before and had a like a bit of a friendship with him. I didn't know him super well, but you're you're up close and personal for the long day of filming. And you know, it can be awkward to be on camera and getting asked questions about things that you may never have talked about publicly before, like why it is you do what you do, why you cook these foods, what goes into it. And it's a it's an experience that I think it's hard to prepare people for if they've never done it. But JP just approached it with, you know, he was he was a bit nervous about doing it, which is completely normal. But he was also his his usual self, like using jokes to break the ice a bit and that humor to come in. And yeah, definitely dropping lots of F-bombs, which is classic JP. And it lightens the mood for everyone, really. And it was just a blast to spend the day there in his environment and where he's most comfortable and seeing how he makes his food. Mm -hmm. And being a local in Lumsden, I can really view Freebird through those two lenses now of someone who was on the crew of a TV show who got to see the inner workings of how JP, you know, cooks in his kitchen and, and how he acts on camera. But then I'm also able to look at it from the lens of a customer. From the first time that I went to Freebird as a customer, like, you know, a couple weeks after it had opened, I'd always thought of Freebird as like a laid back type of fancy. You're getting these really elevated dishes, but they're dishes that you know and that you love, like we talked about before, that comfort food. I always appreciated that about Freebird. It was also super cool to see JP create something for the show that isn't normally on his menu. Yeah, and that, like that decision, or I guess it was more of a, a request to JP about cooking with Saskatoon berries in the cuisine from his family's homeland, like the Filipino cuisine, was was a big ask. And Adrian Halter and I had a discussion about it. Adrian is the producer and director of Flat Out Food. And there's a lot of discussions that go into planning these episodes and which chefs will cook which ingredients and how it'll work out with the, the timeline of travel and filming. And it's it's quite a process. And it's also a lot of fun. And we were figuring out who would be the best fit for Saskatoon berries. And it ended up being JP. And I asked him and asked if he would be open to doing Filipino cuisine, not fully realizing that he doesn't cook Filipino cuisine on a regular basis, but I knew he'd be up for the challenge. And he just has this personality and this creativity and wanting to try new things and really just push himself. And it turned out to be one of my favorite dinners that we've ever filmed on Flat Out Food. And I'm so glad that JP was able to push the envelope like that. As someone who's only ever tasted Saskatoon berries in pies, to see them in a, a feast like that was super, super cool and delicious, obviously. And that's just it. We didn't want to feature Saskatoon berries in the way that we all know them, know them and love them. We wanted to really elevate it and show something truly unique with Saskatoon berries. And JP just knocked it out of the park. 
So overall, this, this sense of community that we get from the Hampton Hub and Freebird, it was just such a beautiful thing to be a part of while we were filming season three. But when I step back and think about it, it's really not that unique in Saskatchewan because you can find these community gathering spots in small towns and cities all over our province. Every community has a place like this where people come together and perhaps in the small towns, it's the local cafe at 10 a.m. and there'll be a group of older farmers having a coffee and enjoying a, a visit in the morning. And it's different neighborhoods in the cities each have a little spot where people will go and visit and come together. And it's just really the epitome of what Saskatchewan is about. And it's people taking care of each other and coming together over good food. Flat Out Food, the podcast, is produced by Halter Media and written by Caitlin Shrope and myself, Jen Sharp. Flat Out Food is funded by Rogers Sports and Media, the Canada Media Fund, Creative Saskatchewan, and the Canadian Film Production Tax Credit. To learn more about Flat Out Food, follow us on social media. You can watch all the episodes of Flat Out Food along with some bonus content at citytv.com.